There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> I don't know. So oh, listen. It's tapered off, but it's gonna start again. This is a this is why people says. go away the last yeah. week in March and the first week in April. Because mm-hmm. inevitably we get like something like this because it is not yet spring. Last year it was sixty six degrees on Easter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we got lucky. It was a different day though. Yeah. No kidding. We got lucky. What was your weekend claims to fame, everybody? Julia. Oh, we're already doing that. Yeah, we got yeah. it. We got it. Um Hello? You can't say, oh, she must have had a hot e- date. Oh. E- Easter. Oh. <laughs> Easter with all of my lovely family. Okay. <laughs> It's very vague. It is. <laughs> Actually, we did have a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. My Easter claim to fame is that I was a fry order cook for two solid hours on Sunday morning, making everything. And the night before, I'm like, oh, yeah, no big deal to throw brunch together. I'll just do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. I almost used my frying pan and spanked Casey out of the kitchen because he was hovering and in the way. And I was making... Scrambled eggs, bacon, French toast. Sounds easy, right? Oh, yeah. But a lot of it is, you know. Mix it and match it, and you have to, you got to watch it, And at the end, and doing stuff, and and I used my my convection oven for the first time, and I was learning about it. Lori has a fancy new kitchen. She has a fancy new kitchen. Oh, yeah, but I mean, really, Casey was just like hovering, and I finally picked up a pan, and I'm like, out of my (laughs) tiny little space that I am trying to make food for your family because I would love to serve a hot brunch. Right. You know, I would mm-hmm. like everything to be warm and cooked and nice. I know. So anyway, yeah. But that was that was just a, a funny little blurb. And he's just like, I thought I could help. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no, why do we not want any help sometimes in the kitchen it, on something like that. Because there's never enough space. It's what I feel like. There's never enough space. And you have your your triangle, you know, your dishwasher, your sink, your stove, or your yes. oven, or whatever, in your counter space. And you know you where want, you're going next. You do. And I remember at Thanksgiving, <laughs> having people in my way, and I'm like, out. Out. Just mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I don't need you around. Yeah. Yet stay out of here. Do whatever you want. I would say, I guess, my other weekend claim to fame is that we didn't go to one of our same usual you know, eight restaurants that we rotate. We actually went to a new restaurant. Reached out to Stephanie of the Weekly Dish. Yes. And I, what's, what, what are three of the hottest restaurants? And she said Martina. And so we went to Linden Martina. Hills. Martina. Tell me about Martina. Yeah, what, is what is Martina? That? I don't know. It was fancy. A book we read last year kind of had a name like that. Yeah. I don't know. It was good. It was in Linden Hills. It was just like really a cool vibe in there. And, 
You know, the what only, kind of food? I don't know. I See, had, this is how good you are. I know. Reviews. Your reviews I, are like my. Uh, I had uh, like your movie yeah, reviews. Yeah, they are. I had a carrot gratin uh, gnocchi and sort of a tomato. I almost want to say uh, tomato sauce. They also had empanadas, creamed leek and blue cheese empanadas and a dipping oil. Okay, that sauce. sounds and, so good. Yeah, and then Casey, I think, had some kind of. You know, meat on bones. Yes. And <laughs> did he like it? Yes. And then we had a charred Brussels sprout and kale salad. Oh, that sounds really good. I love it. That was amazing. Brussels sprouts, sprouts right yeah. now is so amazing. Yeah. So it was really, you know, it was like we what? we branched out. You okay. know how you get yes. in the restaurant, right? You go I to mean, the same three. Same places, yeah. Or same yeah. eight, or you kind of rotate, but you just don't. What's the decor like in there? Uh, it was clean and modern. Um, driftwood and lots of glass and pretty people working there and could you hear lots of beards yes i could hear and it was nice lots of beards pretty people working there and it was clean (laughs) this is good but at linden hills is my old neighborhood such a cute area over there yeah so anyway so that was kind of a you know branched out yeah i'd say and then i asked alexa this morning if she uh, she was spying on us and uh she uh, she (laughs) said there's a password that you have to say and you can go to your uh phone account or something to find out she answered the question she did yeah but you weren't taking notes because you were upside down on your inversion table alexa can you just um, but i had her play me alexa play sugar shack by nancy sinatra Glory goes upside down on her inversion table every morning and has Alexa Sugar do Town. things for her. Why? Well, I, t- I saw Sugar Shack or Sugar Town? Sugar Town. Sugar, 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 Sugar Town. Yeah, yeah. that's I why like she Sugar didn't Shack. know Sugar Shack. It's a different group. Yeah, right, different. Fine. Okay, Danny, what was Where's your weekend? I was darn good at bocce ball, I must say. At, uh, Who are you? you I was throwing. Aiming? Oh man! Where do you I play indoor bocce? At pinstripes. Oh yes, yes, yes. And, Upstairs mm-hmm. and downstairs too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was. Oh, I was damn good. Well, Danny, I, was, I was aiming, Lori. Yeah, you you're. Well, it's it's yep. fun to be a good aimer. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A <laughs> lot of fun. Also, can I give a shout out to a place uh, yesterday? Uh, uh, Eastside Thai. Have you ever been to Eastside Thai? No, no. On Payne Avenue. No. Oh, amazing. Amazing Thai food. Yeah, you should go. Yeah, Eastside Thai, Payne Avenue. I wish yeah. I could get Casey to be more uh, like he, he doesn't like he doesn't, he doesn't like a, oh, he Asian food I, as that a blows general. Me away that he doesn't. He goes with your mom because he has to. Okay, fine. <laughs> I love I love that description. This is why he likes it. You know, yesterday I was going Saturday. I ventured to Rosedale with my mom, mm-hmm. and we did some shopping. And then Sunday I was returning the shopping. We ran into each other at her Rosedale. The entire center was closed yesterday. Yeah. Easter, I, I know. I was so happy and sad at the same time <laughs> because you know places don't close on Thanksgiving. You know, I like that it was closed. Most places are closed on Easter really? Sunday. Yes, and then are. the other places, the restaurants there were having their brunch menus. Yes, so you couldn't, you know, go in there. It was mm-hmm. an interesting thing, you mm-hmm. know. But I it was closed. I just was glad to see that because I think we should be doing that on Thanksgiving. On they Christmas already Eve. do that on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So Those stores don't worry. do. Don't worry. I'm not going to worry about Black please Friday don't. next year. You, you please don't. I, I yeah, promise you. I'm already worrying about Memorial Day. Yeah. No. <laughs> please don't worry. <laughs> I promise I won't. Julia, I just have to give you a notable obituary before we go to break because we were talking about food. And I was just like, I was struck at, you know, there's always a lot of obituaries on Sunday. I know. So many. And um, glad to see that it's a lot of. You know, people who are really in their 90s and 80s, yes. you know, and just having amazing lives, reading the thing. But I see this photo of this guy. 
Like, he kind of looks like a handsome man in a hat. Paul A. Runyon. Born August 22nd, 1934, died March 18th. Paul was a master at promotional advertising and a Maverick Saloon owner in the warehouse district. Oh, that Runyon's. Oh, my gosh. A legend in his time. Per Paul, no service, no gathering, no free lunch. That's the obituary. (laughs) I love that. I absolutely love that because he had no free lunch on the wall there, remember? No... (laughs) And Runyon's was like our 80s, 80s place hangout. And it's still there. Yeah. yeah. And they I mean, kind of had the buffalo, the first buffalo wings yes, in town. Yes. So they're known for their wings and their fresh squeezed juices for like a greyhound or yeah. mimosas and stuff. I love that. A legend in his time, per Paul, no service, no gathering, no free lunch. That's perfect. <laughs> That's a perfect obit for him. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this fantastic April 2nd. You got to bring your own sunshine today, people. And we hopefully are going to bring you some sunshine. Here's a really cool thing that we're doing. I think we just, uh, during the break, heard a commercial about we have relaunched the MyTalk 107 listening app where you can listen to us on demand, stream us anywhere, go back to old shows, hear some of the new shows and podcasts. It's all at your fingertips. But one of the really cool things is during the month of April, every... April, April, every day we are giving away an Amazon Echo. It's the smaller version of the Alexa. And it's the spot. spot. Amazon Echo spot. Oh, okay. That's what you call it. And it's the smallest version of the Echo, but it does the same stuff. So you need to go download the app if you don't already have it. And then you can register online. I just did it. We need Easy. three basic things and then um, open the app and a spot enter every day if you want. We're going to do a drawing every single weekday during April, April, and you could win an Echo Spot for just listening. How cool is that? And then there's more prizes that are going to happen. So I, tracks. I, I do love a good giveaway. Of course. I mean, this is a huge Even my one. mom was able to download the app. Yeah. Yeah, because she's like, oh yeah, I got to do that because that's how she goes. Because I, she wanted to hear the merman, mermaid, oh. merman conversation from oh. last Friday. The wild mushrooms and mermans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever, it was whatever a, day that was. It was a good uh, conversation. Five forty-five last Friday. <laughs> a Thursday, I think. Thursday. Oh, it was mm-hmm. Thursday. Oh, yes, because we had a studio we... guest on Friday. Remember, you could barely stay awake. Oh gosh, you checked out of the show at about four twenty-five. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. Some, you know, those three whole hours of work a day, some oh. days get really exhausting. It's it was terrible. really exhausting. So anyway, it's really a great opportunity, and you can do it just today. So do it, do it, do it. All right, do it. So Julia, did you watch every moment of Jesus Christ Superstar, and did you watch it live? Lori, I did, and I was hooked. I, I Hooked. I didn't, I watched through commercials. I did it just like a normal human being without fast forwarding or anything. I yeah, watched. yeah. I loved it. You know what? It, I did not watch live live. Okay. I probably started, you know. I started at 7.03. Yeah, you started, you were right with it. But I mean, it was, I it was incredible. And even Casey kind of got uh Hooked into it because he's like, oh, yeah, we had this album. Oh, yes, we did. Jesus Christ Superstar. Double album. He yep. remembered that. And he was like remembering some of the songs. And But I thought the staging was really great. And I don't know. You and I, you and I, these we hate these live things. theater things mm-hmm. in general. But 
The thing about this one is there's no talking. It's straight singing. singing. It's straight music. It's a great story. And it was in a theater in front of a live audience, which hasn't. That's not always been the case. Like when they do it on the one the on the sets on the sets, studio, you just have small. Yeah, it's a very small. This was small a set staging, and from from the beginning to the end, the dancers, so many scarves, great performers. That one guy, I guess, is from Hamilton. This uh, the guy who played Judas. Yeah, Brandon mm-hmm. Dixon. He was yep. he was incredible. But John Legend is Jesus. He was great. He was amazing, and so was Sarah Bareilles. And John Legend is the least actor up there he's not really yeah. acted in that end scene oh when he was hanging from the um, yeah. the cross and then i mean it was really donnie it was really good did it get a lot of people watching uh i got 9.36 million which is a good number for a sunday night well they're saying nbc said that this is their top rated most highest watched sunday night programming outside the golden globe and sports in wow. three years mm-hmm. so it, it was has a big, a, and it's beat like hairspray yes, and grease and, and sound peter of music Pan. and peter those are all so terrible well it was just so much fun and the thing um if you like i had the original um broad the original rock opera soundcast mm-hmm. soundtrack that came yep. out albums in 1970 you got to hear a new song last night from Mary Magdalene that we had never heard before because it was included the year later when they performed on Broadway and oh. then in the productions thereafter. So I I was going to call my mom. Mom, they added a new song. Why are they taking this liberty? You really remembered oh, all the songs. Oh, and, right. yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on. I know that thing backwards, forwards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the- Donnie posted all 23 of the performances. It was so amazing. Uh, when... Alice Cooper came out as King Herod yep. with the showgirls and the sequins. And I mean, it was just, it was so, you would have, I think, liked it, Donnie. Donnie it was, if you uh, like that music, if I mean, you like that musical, if you've ever seen I, it. I've seen it three times. I, I know, well, maybe I still, that's why you just I've seen it jaded. once, but I just mm-hmm. love that music. So it didn't, I wanted to hear their interpretation and it was pretty true to form. Yes. And it was just so. I mean, I had to listen to Mary Magdalene. Let's play, well, let's just play whatever music we have and, and, uh, Maybe go in order of the show. Uh, this uh, first one is uh, Sarah Bareilles. Okay. Try not to get worried, try not to oh, everything's try already this great song. Good. Oh. I wish I would have seen her on Waitress. Oh, I know. She's it. so good. So good. That's a great song. It at that I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Whole well, double yeah. CD pack, whatever, yeah. is so great. Yeah, it is. All right, let's play the next one, Donnie. Sarah Bareilles again. Oh. I had to back up and listen to it twice. To do how to move 
a lot of people have downloaded this version today. Or any well, of the songs I'm are they sure. available? Oh, I'm sure they are, Lori. I mean, iTunes. just spectacular. And then the second time when I backed it up and I called Casey, I and said, "You got to hear." It. And then I did an interpretive dance. Oh, that's fantastic! Because <laughs> okay, she was just, just kind of sitting words. down. Oh, I like it, and I mouthed the words so <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't ruin the song. But I used to do that, like in eighth grade or Will whatever. You? And we staged that. Right. And I asked my mom if she remembered, and she said, "Oh yeah, I remember." We they had to get. You know, the parents all had to get the okay on that because it was like 1972 and we were on a military base and it could have been it deemed was controversial. It was oh, extremely yeah, it was. scandalous when it came out. And we're going to do it in Vintage Scandal because there's so many parts that people don't know about what a scandal that was when it came out in 1970. Yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber and the lyrics by Tim Rice. It's just... It's one it of those things. It was kind of a revolutionary sort of rock like, opera way, about yeah, Jesus. to look at it. The last, rock opera. The last yeah, it was week rock opera. And that's life. why it was that way it was in trouble because it was rock and well, it was about Jesus yeah. and, you know, having Christ. I remember that was the big thing for us in our school was having the name Christ in the title. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm. Because and mocking, and you know, you had Herod. Oh, so you are the Christ. You're the great Christ. I mean, yeah. it's really. It was, it was wonderful. And Chrissy Teigen was a joy to um, tweet along with or follow her tweets. Her she husband, was, She John was live Levin. tweeting. And, and John Legend, someone pointed it out to us on Twitter. We agree. He, his feet were huge. I, I had texts from huge. friends about how big his feet were. So just in case you did, thought we couldn't bring it around, we did. Anyway, good job, NBC. We'll be right. We're going to be back with the... I can't shut it down. It's going viral. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Web. Trending online this afternoon, Winnie Mandela, the anti-apartheid activist, has died at the age of 81. Also today is World Autism Day. And snow is trending this afternoon. Yes, it sometimes it snows in April here in the Twin Cities. And we're expected to get four to eight inches of snow by the end of the storm, which is tomorrow night. Also trending, Little Caesars. Little Caesars is giving away free pizza due to UMBC's shocking upset of Virginia in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Now, I don't know if they're still giving away this deal, but you get a little pizza and a soda. So go forth and seek your free carbohydrates. Also trending, yodeling. Yes, a video of a talented 10-year-old boy yodeling at a Walmart has gone viral. He's actually pretty good. Go check it out. That's what's trending here at my talk. All right, here is your forecast in more detail. Uh, The snow coming back tonight, one to three inches tonight. Tomorrow, an additional three to five. Then tomorrow night, it'll be tapered off by then. It was Easter, but it was... April Fool's Day, and sometimes I just love it when April Fool's Day falls on a weekend. You don't have to deal with this. Is that, <laughs> that is just so the truth, Lori. I agree with you 100%. But thank goodness some celebrities uh, did not take the day off. And um, let's just go through some of these April Fool's Day uh, pranks. And uh-huh. I want you guys to weigh in, uh, and maybe you'll have one I won. For me. Okay. And we'll weigh in if we think it was a good prank All right. or not. Because people, of course, always, whenever you prank somebody, you, you know, people will either love it or hate it. Okay. You know, my mom's most famous prank to my dad on April Fool's Day was she had painted his toenails and his fingernails while somehow he while he was sleeping and then arranged... Through a friend that they were having, you know, like an emergency siren had gone off and he didn't sleep it and he had to go to work. 
That's at like funny. three in the morning. That's like an epic one. Oh, it was epic. She had multiple people involved, and uh, wow. my dad was just furious, but then he did think it was funny, but yeah. That's okay. funny. Yeah, I know. I she really used to put in a lot someone, of Someone someone when we were just in Florida had um it, people were making a ton of noise outside their room and they were mm-hmm. in the next room over and they're like please quiet down. It's like 1 in the morning. It's like 3 in the morning. Please mm-hmm. quiet down. And they weren't quiet down. So she called the front desk and she knew what their room number was to send them a wake-up call. Oh. At like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., <laughs> 6 a.m. I, I thought that was such That's a great prank good. to do on someone. I know Casey got, did a good one on your Aunt Marlene one time. He got some kind of a toilet puppet. How do you, what, what is it, pop up puppet. when you go potty? Yeah, it what? pops up with the lid. It when was the some lid kind, goes oh, up? Oh, when oh. it goes up and it pops up. Like a jack like, in the box. Yes. A jack oh, in the toilet. Man. Yeah, I call it a toilet <laughs> puppet. And she just, I mean, I'm like, she could have hit her head on the sink. Really? Oh. I kind of love that one, though. Who knew? He's a jokester, though. He is good. He's a jokester. Right, okay, so what are some I'm going to give you one. Uh, this one I thought was epic. But Lindsay Lowen did an April Fool's Day prank. I am really honored and I couldn't be happier. My work with Lawyer.com has finally paid off. Who needs Hollywood when you have Harvard Law? I've been invited to give the commencement speech. Oh, that is a good prank. I think that's funny. Isn't yeah. that good? Yes, because mm-hmm. she would never. Uh, and no. that's it, kind of funny. It is. And she's getting a little plug-in for her Lawyers.com. Right? And uh, the folks at Harvard told Jezebel... There's no factual basis for that claim. They did just have to check it out. Oh, yeah. All right, here's one. Tom Hardy Mm -hmm. um, was in a suit for some new runway show that he's doing, and he teased that uh, he is, uh, Daniel Craig has quit. I am the new 007. Oh, I read it yesterday, I and it. I read I it yesterday. Did and you I, fall for it? Well, I kind of thought, oh, perfect. perfect. I did. Finally, yeah. that's over with, because we've heard about it for 900 years. We're so sick And I really Blonde thought, Bond. perfect. Yeah. Well, and it's then, believable, because his name has been out there. Well, right, yes, and, he, and we would like it to And he's to. an English dude, yeah. and he's right. so sexy and hot. Yeah. I just thought, perfect. And then today, when I found out it wasn't true, I thought, oh. Why can't it just be Charlie Hunnam? Why can't he just oh, do Lori, Bond? Him and Sharon Stone will be the girl. Oh, I love it. Oh. I Laura's love it ideal was, casting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, how do we make this happen? Because Charlie Hunnam is British. Yes. yes. Well, he could be Bond. He wasn't clever enough to send out the thing yesterday did he did a lot of people believe him? i think a lot of people believed him okay i did i was happy about it the least believable prank that happened yesterday was the prank where netflix had a banner announcing they'd acquired seth rogan mind body oh. and soul <laughs> okay okay that All was right. like we knew that we were, that was like, that wasn't a believable. All I saw was, see, and I saw the opposite thing on the morning news where Seth Rogans was sitting down in front of a camera and said, you know, I never read these things close enough. Yeah. And he said, when I signed up for Netflix, apparently I signed over my mind, body, and soul. Yeah. yeah so it was not it was a believable lame. one. It was a little lame. Uh, let's see. Lin-Manuel Miranda, uh, the prank was he was going to turn the room into a musical. Where was he? <laughs> room. And and one song was going to be called Why Lisa Why. <laughs> what room? What room? The book, the, the, the room, and the oh, movie. The, oh, good. Brie God. Larson, okay. and they're yeah. kidnapped, oh. and so that wasn't true. Stephen King running for governor of Maine. Someone launched a website um, saying uh, King for Maine 2018. It wasn't no. Stephen King, but it was a prank. Um, almost believable. Yeah, and almost believable. And... Uh, 
Edgar Wright and Tom Holland uh, are remaking Ferris Bueller's Day Off. People were mad about this prank because they wanted it to be true. Right. Yeah. Oh. And Stephen Sondheim will make a guest appearance on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and write a song for the show. That's not That's not so bad. That's not so far-fetched. No. That's not so far-fetched. And then, but do you have the other one, The Bachelor? The Bachelor, yes. Uh, He. Ari. Ari. Secret's finally out. We have a bunny in the oven. He tweeted his uh, 25-year-old girlfriend with a bulging stomach and blah, blah, blah. And people really don't like him because the infertility crowd came after him and they were rather mad. I thought it was so funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I got a lot of negative feedback on that one. Now that one, I mean, please. Well, she had the bump. It does seem believable. The whole idea, so believable, right? But the whole idea with the prank is, I don't know, like making it's like it's so obvious. It fools a lot of people, Mm -hmm. like the Lindsay Lohan or. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I thought it was kind of funny. I just thought it was kind of lame. I didn't he, think he it was tried. even a good. Tr- yeah. It is lame. Listen, it, it was a lame. Yeah. It was Fine. lame. I was just giving him the benefit of the doubt for once, people. <laughs> what would have been a better prank is that. Well, I love the. He, this is the best. The Monday yeah. quarterback after yeah. April Fool's. We broke up. There you go. With a broken goblet and or a broken I'm rose. I'm back with the other one. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't say that, but mm-hmm. like he could have staged some dramatic thing like that. And people would have gone, oh, that bad. But see, that would have been too close to home. Well, right. Real, right. Anyway, so people were mad at him and quoting the Centers for Disease and Infertility. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you just can't win. No, no I know. He, 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 he can't didn't win. like him. I know they didn't People like didn't him. like him because he's 36 years old and he's, he's a boy man. And <laughs> I don't know why his 25-year-old girlfriend wants a boy man. There's nothing worse than a 36-year-old boy man. And describe what, what are the qualifications of a boy man? They never shoulder any responsibility. Okay. They really don't want to be settled down they really are not ready to start a family they're kind of looking you know for a spotlight and how they can make some money and be looking over your shoulder for hotter and better okay we've heard it the qualifications for a boy man yeah if you're dating one be careful break up immediately (laughs) i mean unless you're totally know that you're okay what's a girl woman i mean the opposite of it Oh, I was one once. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's got to be some qualifications that we have, that we have for a girl woman. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, really the same thing yeah. in reverse. Yeah. And the same thing in reverse. You say that you're ready to settle down. You say you are settled down. You might even say, I love you. Or, you might but you don't mean it. Your fingers are crossed behind your, your back. Just kidding. Yeah. It was April Fool's when I told you yeah. that. <laughs> you're looking over the shoulder also. What's better? What's down the thing? But 36, um, and, and and you know a guy is a boy man if they're 36. And still and live they, at home. And they, No, they've no. never been married. <laughs> Because by 36, you should have at least been married once. Okay, so here's the thing in the dating world, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so many people out there have not, men in their 40s have not been married. Yeah. And, you know, now you're seeing so many more couples who live together and Mm -hmm. don't get married. Yeah, which is fine. People take a longer time to grow up now. 
and we live longer. It takes you longer to move out of the house. Kids are tied to their financial parents. Parents, you and I were like <laughs> parents done. Parents are tied to their Yeah, kids. but I mean, we were done with our parents at 18. Oh, I yeah. was. And no money, yeah. nothing, yeah, all of us. And this is not how it is anymore. And people yeah. live longer. So I do know people wait longer, but I still am side-eyeing a 36-year-old that's never been married right. as as a boy man. All right. Boy I'm wondering chick. if that would go up by some years now with the more... May, maybe it has, but still, still, even if you look at the median age that people kind of get together with the right. one that they think they're going to be with because people don't have any concept of what the hell 50 or 60 years is, and then they pick somebody at 25 and, you know, don't realize they're going to wake up at 45 and not be I kind of love how you're going off on this tangent. She said not be able to stand them until her eyes went cross-eyed. Her eyes went cross-eyed. 50 years is a long, long, long time. So that, in that sense that people are wait longer to get married, it might be better. But still, the median age is 27 and 28. All right. I really disagree that someone would say, I can't marry you now because the thought of spending 50 years with you is just too many. I I said that (laughs) to somebody once. And I still married him. He didn't believe me. <laughs> Bad mistake. Oh my gosh. I know that seemed oh. forever, you know. I mean when but you're I 20, can't even I never even that never even crossed my mind. But when you're twenty five, you can't even imagine being fifty. No. It no. seems like that will be a so hundred years from now. Mm-hmm. Boy, does it go by fast. It really does, people. Enjoy, Enjoy every, every day. minute of it. All even right. this cloudy but Monday. I can remember when my mom turned fifty. Oh. Yeah. And I thought, oh, oh my gosh, gosh. she's my over the hill. 50. Yeah, my God. senior citizen <laughs> alert. <laughs> but even then, when your mom turned 50, I mean, she was, it was older then. And people, the life expectancy wasn't long. Luckily for you, your mom. It was in the older days. It. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah but I am. But the, the age, yeah. people used to die a lot younger. Yeah. Life what are we going to do if we live forever in a day? Holy well, Toledo. Let's hope our Botox money never <laughs> runs out. <laughs> it be ugly. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I agree 100%. Right, I do. Listen, when we come back, uh, we're, we're going to talk uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's royal wedding. All the famous guests to expect, as well as a very sketchy book that's out about Miss Meghan Markle. <laughs> Donnie, thanks for the Royal Wedding Britannia music. We definitely need it. Huzzah! Huzzah! (laughs) (laughs) I had to look up what the Queen wore to Easter service. So cute. Oh my gosh, she was sparkly and just a deep fuchsia. Like, think of a gorgeous fuchsia on an orchid. Mm. That was the color of her coat and hat, and she had a sparkling... I've never seen her wear a lip... Colored that bright. She looked gorgeous. She's 92 years old. I can't believe. She can just get it, our lady queen. Get it, girl. (laughs) Go get it. Uh, But you know who she went to church with? They were the last to arrive, Prince William and and, uh, Kate. And they didn't think uh, the Duchess would be making any more appearances because she is due at the end of the month. Right. Uh, Last month. I think, oh, she do at the end of April? I think so. It's going to be that close to yes, the wedding? That, oh, that my close. gosh. So Prince right. William and Catherine were the last to arrive. Queen Elizabeth, of course, was there. Prince Philip, he has a bad hip. 
which means... He's not walking. He's not walking. He's running around in a wheelchair. That's right. Mm -hmm. And it was in St. George's Chapel, which is where Meghan and Harry are going to get married. And Harry and Meghan weren't there. And I am telling you, they are saving it so that for the first time they're in that church, it will be their wedding. Their wedding. That's why they weren't there. All right. No other reason. No other reason. Than that. Not not because this crazy book came out or anything. He's gotten in. No, it has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. it. They want to see each other for the first time because that's where they're getting married. What does that sound? Where is that coming from? I don't know. Not me. Not me. Who is it? Somebody (laughs) quit talking. Mm, My computer has the sound on. It it does? It was just a nice little ad for a car. Oh, there you go. There you okay. go. Both of ours. Both of ours. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Harry and Meghan have an Invictus thing this upcoming weekend in okay. Bath. Oh, I love. Is it Bath? Yes. Is that you oh, say it? that is. I've been there. Oh, I, I don't think charming. they pronounce it that way. They pronounce it Bath. Oh, no, they I don't. It's Bath. Bath. Uh, okay. Who's been there? I've been there. They really pronounce it that way. Bath. Okay. I love how sure you are. But is no, it, isn't it a medieval, mm-hmm. just yes, amazing? It's, it's amazing. And they have the hot springs there, the baths. Yes, the baths. Uh-huh. Oh, right. I love that area. So they have an Invictus thing. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be there next weekend. And then um, they are expected to make, um, after that week, there's something else, the common wed. There's, they've got another appearance. So that's it. two week. The next two weekends are booked. Mm-hmm. Then we're within a month of the wedding. Mm-hmm. We've got to go on the hen party. The, the, she That's said, already happened. Oh, it already happened? Yeah. Did, the, did the groom's thing already happen too? I don't, can't I remember so. if oh, that wow. has. But All right. Let's play the audio. Has this got stuff about this new Andrew oh, Morton book in it? Yeah. All right, let's listen. An explosive new biography by renowned Diana biographer Andrew Morton, giving readers an intimate view into Meghan Markle's life before Prince Harry. The book, Meghan, a Hollywood Princess, examining the breakdown of her marriage to first husband, producer Trevor Engelson. Morton writing, Trevor went from cherishing Meghan to, as one friend observed, feeling like he was a piece of something stuck to the bottom of her shoe. The Hollywood couple lasting only two years. The divorce so abrupt the California native sent her ring back through the mail. Morton portraying the soon-to-be princess as a calculated social climber. A networker to her fingertips, she seemed to be recalibrating her life, forging new friendships with those who could develop her career. While Morton has had some access to friends, former friends, family members, he hasn't had unfettered access to everyone and he hasn't had unfettered access to Meghan. So it's very difficult to know exactly what what picture we're getting. The book also addressing seemingly inconsistent statements in her engagement interview. Because I'm from the States, you don't grow up with the same understanding of of the royal family. And Mm. so while I now understand very clearly, there's a a global interest there. I didn't know much about him. Morton quoting a friend saying she was always fascinated by the royal family. She wants to be Princess Diana 2.0. Crying as she and her friends watched Diana's funeral. The biographer elaborating on Markle's alleged fascination with Princess Di. According to family and friends, she was intrigued by Diana, not just for her style, but for her independent humanitarian mission. As a role model. Meghan said in her engagement interview that she didn't know a lot about Prince Harry. Oh, for crying out loud. But that doesn't mean that she didn't know a lot about Princess Diana. I mean, who didn't know the story of Princess Diana? While the accusations may be nothing more than the opinions of jealous friends and family, the book suggests Meghan's interest in Princess Diana was was a watershed moment in her life, inspiring Meghan to devote herself to humanitarian work, following in the footsteps of Harry's mother, falling in love and bonding with Prince Harry, 
standing up for those without a voice. There's a lot of support for Meghan and Harry out there, a lot of love from members of the public. So I think it would take a lot, and certainly a lot more negativity than this book gives us to really turn people against her. Okay, because it's obvious. All the people in the book are her... I'll call them her rogue stepmother or stepsister and stepbrother who she has no relationship with and never has. And was raised in a completely different household. And friends that she knew from seventh and eighth grade who she's no longer even When you would watch the wedding... When you watch the wedding on TV, and of course everyone was captivated. I'm really surprised that Andrew Morton has written this book and is in cooperation with just all these sketchy people. I am too, because he was kind of, he did... um, Well, Princess Diana trusted him and gave him her first He did Michael Jackson's book. He did Tom Cruise's book, a book on Tom Cruise. He's done a lot of books. He did, I think, a Brad and Angelina. I don't know, maybe he goes back and forth. Forth between being okay and being shady and making the cash cow. Yeah, I think there's, it's no secret why this is being published now. Right, it's a money grab. Yeah, it's a money grab for a book and there's nothing there there. Right. Really. Okay. Um... By the way, here are some of the people that are, um, May 19th is the date. Here's here's what Entertainment Tonight is saying. That, of course, all the Spice Girls will be there. David Beckham with his wife. Elton John, even though he tried to pretend he doesn't know his invitation, he'll be there. Why did he make, boy. Sarah Ferguson will be yeah. there because Harry's got to invite his cousin. Serena Williams will be there. Uh, Priyanka Chopra, she's very good friends, friends with, with her. her. Patrick J. Adams, her co-star in Suits, and he's married to our Pretty Little Liars, Troy and Belisaro. Mm-hmm. And we met him and took his picture the very first year they were at the Screen Actor yeah. Guild Award. And they're, they're, so they'll be there. Darling. The, the whole cast of Suits, I would assume, at least her co-stars. Well, the big ones, yep. big, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. are going to be there. The Obamas mm-hmm. will be there. Justin Trudeau will be invited. Rihanna is uh, Rihanna. going to be there. Cara oh. Delevingne and Margot Robbie. She's friends with all these guys. Yeah, and uh, mm. so anyway, yeah, but I wonder if who's everyone who? gets who's a plus who? one. Oh, Lori, it's a small church. Like the Suits people, I bet they don't get a plus one except for Patrick, because she knows Troy. No, I would say besides Patrick, I think the main ones would get it. Harvey on the Suits show and a couple more would get a... Yeah. I mean, she's been on that show for a long time. Eight years. Yeah. So I think she'd give him plus one. I mean, what woman of a certain age wouldn't have, as soon as these guys became, wouldn't scheme to try and date one of those two. We know that Kate Middleton switched schools so that she could attend university and have a possible chance of meeting William. That has been, that's a fact. Oh, that fact. is a good one. All right, yeah, so here's that. the thing mm-hmm. on the Royals, the TV show that's on E! Are yeah. you caught up? No, I haven't watched any of it. I had to watch my royalty, Nicola Sheridan, on Dynasty the other night. She killed it. It was Shades of Alexis Carrington, which is who she's playing. Right. Complete with a water fight in the pool and fantastic outfits. And can you, really, can you really tune in lines. right now and just yes. get it? Yes. Because I quit because there were too many. Just start with last Friday okay. with Nicolette Sheraton uh, ending back up in Dynasty. Was- but in the Royals, I mean, it was always a narrative growing up. Oh, who wants to be a princess? Everyone. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a girl narrative. Yeah. We all grew up with. And so what if she mailed back the wedding ring to her husband of two years? I mean, good jeez. Didn't want to face him. Yeah. Millennials, by the way, wanted know that they've been broken up with on Twitter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's no big deal. She at least put it in yeah, the mail. at least she got it back. Jeez, what are you complaining about? We'll be back.